Oh, thanks everyone for coming. Um, the first election I ever had the chance to vote in was uh, 1997. Does anyone else, was that their first election? 97, Tony Blair? I didn't bother voting though because I didn't care about politics back then. But if you'd have told me in 1997 that 20 years later, a data analytics firm would have captured the personal information of thousands, millions of Americans, thousands of data points on each, used it to build up clever, sophisticated personality profiles of each of them, and then target them through a free social media network with micro-targeted ads. It would have sounded absolutely bonkers, wouldn't it? Crazy. Imagine not how that came about, but what might happen in the next 20 years, and where this might be going. All the concern and worry that we have right now about Cambridge Analytica. Cambridge Analytica. Does anyone know about the story of Cambridge Analytica? Maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. Has said this is about the way that an election was stolen. Trump shouldn't have been elected. Brexit was a scam and all the rest of it. That is not what we should be thinking about. We should be thinking about Cambridge Analytica is just the beginning of a completely new way in which our democracies and our elections are being run. I don't think it really matters whether an election was swung or not by a company. I'm thinking about where this is heading. Cambridge Analytica is one of dozens upon dozens of companies doing exactly the same all the time as we speak. And all political parties, left and right, are using very similar techniques indeed. So picture this. Over the next few years, the amount of data we're all creating is growing all the time, exponentially growing. Our smart fridge, collecting data about when we eat, our cars, our baby monitors, our smartphones, our TVs, everything is being chipped up and data being collected about it. And that data is being scooped up by companies and they are gonna be using it, of course, to target you with adverts. So you think it's bad now. Picture this for a second. I guarantee within 10 years, data analytics firms will be capturing information from your smart fridge about what you've been eating. They'll be cross-referencing that against your Facebook post and they'll work out that people who haven't yet eaten are always slightly angrier. They've just got that hanger on, you know, when you're hungry. And that's usually for you, madam, between 5 and 6 p.m. That's when you eat. Other research has found, by looking at all the rest of you, that people who are slightly hungry are just that little bit more open to tough on law and order, tough on crime candidates. Then you, madam, start getting adverts targeted at you at 5.30, just as you're getting hungry, with an ad from whatever political... Jacob Rees-Mogg. Don't, by the way, ever do one of those BuzzFeed adverts, uh, BuzzFeed quizzes, like, what EastEnders character are you? Don't do that, because Jacob Rees-Mogg's going to be capturing that data and working out how he can win the next leadership election. But that is going to happen, and it sounds crazy. Your diet and your, the time that you go to work, it's all going to be used to figure out how can we get to that person with an advert. And you may say, ads don't really work for me. I ignore them. I'm not swayed. It doesn't really matter. It's transforming politics. Elections are supposed to be about the public argument, the big debates of the day, thrashed out publicly amongst all of us, working out what we care about. It's not meant to be a question 
of determining each person's weak points and then targeting them with a personalised message. That's politics as a data science. That undermines the legitimacy of elections. What's going to happen in 10 years when every single one of you receives a completely different message from every other one of you and no one knows what anybody else is seeing? Using automated software to generate adverts, each of you will receive a personalised message from Jacob Rees-Mogg based on what you've been eating and what you've been thinking and what you've been saying. Is this how we want our elections to go? This is where they're heading, on the current trajectory. And the reason is, the big social media companies, the big tech firms, they call themselves tech companies. They are the successors of the great mathematicians and hackers, Kevin Mitnick, Ada Lovelace. But they're not really advertising. They're not really tech firms. They're advertising companies. That's where their money's coming from. And advertising companies, what do they want to know? Everything about you. They want to figure out what you're about, what you care about, what you think about. And the model is built to do that, to pick up every little thing they can about you. Now, have ever, do you remember when you first came to these festivals, how you were desperate for there to be Wi-Fi or 4G? And now when you come, you're desperate for there not to be 4G or Wi-Fi. So you can get away from it. Have any of you ever had that feeling? Well, you think your phone's going in your pocket and you go to feel it and there's nothing there. Oh my goodness me, that's because your body's wanting to give you that little hit of dopamine that you get every time that you check this phone. It's built into the model, it's in the DNA of the companies to do this, to keep you online as long as possible. No one's sitting there trying to design you to be addicted. It's just based on mass tests, A-B split testing. So where is this all going? Where is next? I'm saying, I can't even let go of my phone, that's how bad it's gone. <coughs> Where does it all end up? The purpose is to understand us better than we understand ourselves. And we always think about artificial intelligence and machine learning, these technologies that are taking over the world. They're going to be brilliant to help us with very practical tasks, helping doctors to be able to spot cancer much earlier and much more effectively. Driverless cars being able to work out how to drive around roads and reduce the risk of um, fatalities. Practical things. And they are going to be brilliant at that. But I think they're also going to be brilliant at moral decisions as well. Starting to figure out what's the right thing to do. Picture this for a second. All your data's being scraped about what you care about, your income, your friendship groups, where you live. Suddenly you're thinking, I don't know how to vote for the next general election. I don't know. Uh, Siri, um, uh, can you please tell me how I should vote in the next general election? And you'll get a prediction, and you'll get a suggestion. I'm a utilitarian. I'm a utilitarian, Siri. How should I be voting? And you may ignore it or not, but think about the power that that would give a company who decides what that would be. Do you really think that we wouldn't, as humans, start to lean on that kind of advice? Of course we would, because we actually don't always know very well our own interests. Siri, um, I don't know whether I should buy these pair of trainers or not. Is it morally right to do? Well, if you're a utilitarian, then yes, it's fine. If you're a deontologist, then no, it's terrible. This is what is going to happen. And we are going to rely on these technologies increasingly for moral decisions as well as practical ones.
And that, I think, is a terrible, terrible direction. You may have used these before. I helped to build one once, an election app. When you put into the database your interests, your concerns, and it spits out who you should be voting for. Have you done, anyone done one of those before? I helped to build one of those, uh, and I thought it was brilliant. I was like, this is great, this is going to help people engage in politics, it's fantastic. Then I started thinking, when we came to build it, I didn't know how to, what scores to put in. This person said they really care about the NHS. Okay, who, what points does the Green Party get for that one? And I suddenly realised how much power there was in the designers to make these decisions that people are outsourcing to these systems. It's terrible. I've now gone full circle. I think these apps are a terrible idea and nobody should use them. Not even the one I helped to build. But millions of people do. Six million Brits have used one of those voting apps. Now, the final thing I want to say is that all of this is your fault. Not, not you, madam. It's your fault. It's all of our faults. It's our fault together. My fault, your fault, because we are building these systems. Our data is the fuel of these smart machines, and we are constantly feeding it. Why are we doing that? Because we love convenience. It's so easy. These services are amazing. I used to get lost all the time before Google Maps. I literally would, I just, it, I find them so helpful. But that is a trade-off that we are making. We are building them. We are creating these machines. Why? Because we're trading our convenience. And as long as we keep doing that, as long as we keep trading our convenience for easy services, free services, stuff that we like, those machines are going to get smarter and smarter. And in 20 years' time, we'll look back on today, 2018, and think, God, wasn't back 2018? It was so simple back then. Hardly any data was being produced. It was really easy. So my advice to all of you, you remember when the fair trade stuff first getting really popular and people started realising that your decisions in the supermarkets really mattered, that you could buy fair trade coffee and free-range eggs, and it was a little bit more expensive, it was a little bit more inconvenient, but you started thinking, you know what, maybe it's a price worth paying. Let me suggest that it's exactly the same today, but with your data. That you, all of us, me, we need to start thinking about making ethical choices with what we do, what we swipe, what we click, what we share, because the fate of democracy, literally the fate of democracy, is at stake. And on that depressing note, <laughs> I'll finish, and thanks very much for listening.